Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. Do appreciate it. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. CNN put out a false claim. Heck, you say, David. Uh, I know. This is going to shock you, but maybe CNN was passing along some fake news. And I was a little disappointed in Ron DeSantis for not calling it out when it happened. Because it was during a town hall with Ron DeSantis. Uh, Wolf Blitzer wanted to talk about the border crisis and whip this out. Over the weekend, and you know this, over the weekend, a woman and two children drowned near Eagle Pass, Texas, as they simply tried to cross the Rio Grande. Ah. After the drownings, federal authorities got a distress call about two more migrants in distress, but agents were physically barred by Texas authorities from entering the area. What obligation does the United States have to protect the lives of these migrants? Hold on a second. He should have known better than that by the time he went on. Yeah, because according to the Justice Department's updated filing in court, the woman and two children, and it's a tragic story, and it happens way too much, especially when you have an open border policy like the Biden administration. Uh, But the woman and the two children, they'd already died by the time Border Patrol told Texas authorities about it. The two migrants in distress had already been rescued by Mexican uh, Mexican authorities. They got a little ways into the river, and then they turned around. So by the time Border Patrol and Texas authorities are talking about it, the situation is over. Dude, we knew this already. Yeah. I guess there is no effort to try to correct themselves going into the future to say, okay, we can't just make these sloppy mistakes anymore as a news organization. It just continues on. Right. It's almost like they're lying on purpose. I think they are. I, I think, think they are yeah. because they know that the retraction will come, but no one will see it yeah. or care about it. It'd be very tiny. And yeah, I don't know if you're interested. Uh, Ron DeSantis had this to say. No, I'm not. Okay. Move on. Okay. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. This is part of the I, problem with an open border because you're incentivizing some really perilous behavior. Yeah. Um, there's people that are paying large amounts of money to coyotes and drug cartels to be brought into this country. There are people being abused sexually. There are people that are being trafficked. We're in the, the country. The U.S. is incentivizing this. It's madness. So uh, before stop. he goes on, just a quick question. And this is. Only looking for your opinion. Do you think a lot of the people that watch CNN, that might be new news to them, what DeSantis is saying? Yeah. Yes. I tend to agree. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm glad he's saying it. So stopping the, the, the migration and having a closed border is the humanitarian thing to do. Now, I am going to empower the states to be able to enforce immigration law. I don't think that Texas should have to sit there 
and deal with all the consequences of the federal government neglecting uh, their duties. And I think that's been a problem with the Biden administration saying we're not federal immigration laws just for the feds. You can't do it. But they're not doing it. So what? We're just supposed to let this happen. So we're going to work together with the states and the local yeah. sheriffs. So you're not going to have these conflicts like that exist right now between Biden and Texas or between Biden and local sheriffs and places down in Texas. OK, probably a decent time to say, I think that guy at some point would make a great president. Doesn't look like it's going to be right now. Uh, not this time. No. Does everybody have a little time? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I think it's going to be Trump. But, you know, I've heard a couple of people say this, and it made me think for a second, and I think it's true, and we've kind of talked about this before with DeSantis, is there something that he could have done different in his campaign that in the end would have made a difference in the outcome of the primary? Man, what... Again, if you like we talked about yesterday, if you look at the polling when it really turned around for Trump, it was when he got indicted the first time. Right. There's so, no doubt. So yeah, I don't I don't know what Ron DeSantis could have done. There was an interesting breakdown of the campaign. And you never know. It's all you know, it, it, a lot of the palace intrigue stuff, you gotta sure. take it with a grain of salt because you never really know what's going on behind the scenes. But I remember at the time kind of wondering, you know, when is Ron DeSantis gonna start coming out with statements about the weaponization of law enforcement against the political rival of the president, et cetera. And he dragged yeah. his feet on it. And uh, the way that this one article I read uh, put it was uh, Ron just kind of ignored the advice of somebody who said, you better get on top of this, you know, and, and basically the campaign was, was stuck when it I don't came think it matters. To, no. I just, and I don't in think the it end, matters. No. I mean, yes, there were missteps. I also don't think he knew how to, how he was going to position himself against Trump. I think they went to it with a lot of trepidation. Like, well, if we go too hard, we'll alienate this. But if we don't go at all, we'll, you know. People were criticizing him that he was not punching back. Then he started punching back and people were saying, well, that's a huge mistake. Right. Again, man. Exactly. You can't win in that situation. You cannot. But, however, I will say he took a beating for a while before he struck any blows at all. That's true. Absolutely. Meanwhile, uh, there's somebody out on the campaign trail, and it's not Joe Biden. It's Kamala Harris. Yeah, Yeah, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris out on the campaign trail uh, trying to, you know, uh, trying to gin up support now that the 2024 campaign is underway in earnest. And she says, you know what? What? Our winning argument is that people are taking a look around and they're liking what they're seeing with Joe Biden. (laughs) Are you kidding me? When you, again, look at all of the issues that are at stake, including our standing in the world, I think that the people of America um, want more in terms of um, the outcome of this election and and, and charting the, the course for the future of our country. Okay, this is getting into mind reading. So I really don't know what's going through her head as she is saying that. All I'm going to say is from my observation... She didn't believe what she was just saying there. No. I mean, she has more passion for school buses than what she had there for <laughs> Joe Biden. I'm serious. That's true. I, I think they want more of what they've got. No, they don't. Have you seen the polling, Kamala? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at real clear politics, average of polls right now. Uh, Joe Biden's job approval is sitting at 39.4%. I mean, it's like record-breaking bad. It's terrible. 
And you got David Axelrod, who was Obama's guy, saying, wait a second, you got to go out there and talk about what matters to people. You know, everyday concerns of the American people. And all I can think is, usually that would be good advice, except you're upside down with every single issue. So I don't know that you can do that, but I guess she'll just keep going along like that. They should just give her the Venn diagram and let her work from there. there she loves those. Yeah. Well, she's such a great inspirational speaker, well, yeah, too, that especially too. against, you know, when she's like in front of sports teams. She's talked in front of some basketball teams yes. before. She did talk in front of the South Carolina basketball team, the Gamecocks. Oh, yeah? Yes, she did. When the people are in these stands watching you, be they parents or students or kids, you're lifting them up. When people are out here saying, oh, are they saying yay? Or they say all of the things that they say in response to the game, you're lifting them up with a sense You suck! Golly. You're lifting them up. <laughs> what? Oh! <laughs> Heck yes. Motivational speaking is in her future, kids. You know that. With a sense of joy about being a part of a community. Oh, yes. Here we go. And we need that. Together. In our country. To know we're not in this alone and that we're all in it together and that we're a community of people. They're on a basketball team. They already we're, get it. We're a community of people, okay? <laughs> It's, it's it's so awesome. <laughs> 1986 Bette Midler song, right? <laughs> We're all a community of people. God. Poor Robin's had to play it on Top 40 Radio. <laughs> I was just thinking of that in my head. I was like, God, I had to play it four times a day oh on my, my shift. Gil. Yeah, Goodness no, gracious. That, but the, <laughs> you are the wind beneath my... Oh! Oh! Okay. Golly, man. Anybody's looking at their shoes or they're checking their phone or whatever. Uh, it, look, guys are looking around at each other like, what? What, what are is we doing? this? Man, oh, man. Uh, David, you had a piece of audio um, from the coach from Tampa Bay. Dude. What is the – set this up. I haven't heard this yet. All right. So, one, I'm a big fan of Todd Bowles. I, yeah. I, I think a lot of times he has said some things that I, I totally agree with. He seems like a straight shooter. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're going to be taking on the Detroit Lions in the NFL playoffs this weekend. And head coach Todd Bowles has me personally cracking up with his response to a really dumb question asked by a reporter. So the reporter says, you know, it's going to be cold in Detroit when you play them. Um, how is the team going to train to adjust to the frigid temperatures in Detroit? Are you joking? Mm-hmm. You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. <laughs> Earth. I don't. Um, no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus, going under the thing, so we'll be okay. He is so nice, man. Dude, I, when you, if you watch the video, you can see him for a split second. It's like, I can end this reporter's career forever. And he showed restraint. But it's right after he says, you know, you, you know, we're playing in a dome in that stadium, right? It's unreal she didn't know. <laughs> they, wow. The Lions have, play, have played indoors for, what, 50 years or something like that? Yes. It's the old dome before the current. 
Wow, man. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow, that is a good, good, good one for the sound page. Forever. Grand in debt journalism school for that. That's yep. great. Okay. Uh, cocaine was found on Hunter Biden's holster. That much more coming up. Hey guys, this is Dr. Williams, radio show host and chief scientific officer at Invite Health. And I hear from men every day about their struggles with erectile dysfunction and prostate issues from bad sleep, no energy, problems performing in the bedroom. With 25 years of satisfied customers, we know that our powerful blend of clinically studied nutrients and prostate HX can help. Order your bottle of prostate HX today and get 50% off. Order two bottles and receive a free bottle of our testosterone enhancing formula, Masculine HX. Call 800 671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. If you want better sleep, more energy, and of course, stamina, call us now for Prostate HX. And don't forget to get your free bottle of our testosterone-boosting masculine HX. Call 800-671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. Or go to ProstateHX.com. That's ProstateHX.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. The Marker Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Last night I got a text from David. You were out of your mind. He was. You're well, ticked. All right, so there have been more court filings in, uh, well, several of the uh, criminal cases against the president's son, Hunter. Um, and one of them, of course, has to do with multiple uh, charges he's facing for illegally possessing and purchasing a firearm. He lied on his background check form, saying that he was not under the influence of drugs, and, well, he was under the influence of drugs. And then I come across this paragraph from one of the findings. Cocaine was found on the defendant's brown leather gun pouch. So last year, uh, the FBI, after they decided, okay, we are going to prosecute him after all, uh, or after the Justice Department did, FBI investigators pulled sealed evidence from the state police vault to take photographs of the defendant's firearm. After opening the evidence, FBI investigators observed a white powdery substance on the defendant's brown leather pouch that held the defendant's firearm in October of 2018. 
Now, based on their training and expertise at the FBI, they said, hey, this might be cocaine. <laughs> yep. Huh. <laughs> An FBI chemist subsequently analyzed the residue and determined, yes, it was cocaine. To be clear, investigators, this is actually what they wrote. To be clear, investigators literally found drugs on the pouch where the defendant had kept his gun. Hmm. And I'm sitting here going, so wait, so five years ago, Cops seize this illegally obtained firearm. Yes. That obviously has cocaine on it. Yeah. And they're just like, ah, probably drywall or something. No big deal. No big deal. Who cares? And I'm just thinking, how many times have you heard about somebody going to jail for like minuscule amounts of drugs on them? And how many people, like, if Hunter Biden were, you know, Hunter Smith. This guy would be in prison right now. Oh, yeah. Be a lot of trouble. Well, it, in his defense, it was a promotion. He bought the gun. He got the Coke. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and honestly, I mean, Hunter, he was looking for a performance enhancer. He was right. looking for, you know, incredible focus when he went True. to the range. Uh, so a little bump. Uh, he could have beat you in a competition well, on that Coke, David. I, I mean, that's one of the things that you really uh, you got to learn when you're when you're trying to improve your marksmanship is focusing on that front sight, not on the target. Focus on the front sight, and so yeah, I mean, I guess that's what it was. He was training for for some sort of shooting competition. He rubbed it on his gums to get rid of the pain from the missing <laughs> teeth. But he tried it with meth, and it didn't work out. He was all over the place. Shaky, like I gotta yeah. I gotta get the focus in. Yeah, it's a little bit more. Oh, it's crazy, it's like man. The, the scandal here is that they've known about this for five years, and we've been told, you know, Hunter just lost his way. He's, he's just a kid. He's in his 50s, but he's just yeah, a boy. Right. I love that part, yeah. Well, the child the of the president. And no proof of anything. Right. No evidence. There's tons of evidence. Sure. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. This is not a related story, but it made me think of this. Because, I mean, the kids had money. Ever since he was born, basically. Yeah. Since he was an adult. Okay. When you hear this stat, the average 50-something in America is now a millionaire. What? What? I'm thinking to myself, how how could that be? Hunter Biden, sure. But your average 50-something in America? And then you read it a little bit, and you're like, oh, okay. Because it's heavily skewed by super rich people. Yeah. That's how it works. Oh, right. It's All not right. just the average person. You were getting ticked for a second. Where's your Scott? I was like, where's mine? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's the median net worth for Americans in their 50s is about $300,000. That includes property and retirement accounts. So since having a million dollars is, they say, complicated, a new survey asked people, what would you need to say you're financially, you know, okay, that you've made it? You know what people said? Uh, as far as as far as how much they would have to make a year? Oh, a year. So uh, I didn't specify that. Two hundred thousand. No, it's less than that. Hundred thousand. Less than that. Eighty. Ninety-four. Oh wow. Okay. Yes, that's what it would take to feel financially independent. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I thought that was kind of surprising. Seems like a lot of money, but I guess in today's world, I felt financially independent for one hundred eighty bucks a week. But that was a long time ago. Well, yeah, a long, long time ago. You're talking like 40 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds ridiculous when you say it, but right. <laughs> you were doing the math. You were ready to rip I on know. me. I was. And no. you're like, no, no that's, that's, that's accurate. No, yeah. that's actually true. Yeah.
Um, something we got to get to coming up. David, you have it. Um, it's this question of what is your responsibility as a corporate citizen? Yeah. Well, this we, is an activist? Yeah, we have another uh, controversy as a Walgreens store is closing down in a high crime area and activists are saying it's racist. No, okay. it's not. People steal. How about we enforce laws well, yeah. and clean it up so the Walgreens can stay open, but you don't want that either. Yeah, no, but what, but you it, want them operating as a charity. I mean, just come <laughs> in and grab what you want. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, we'll get to that. What's the biggest story today, David? Uh, biggest story of the day. I mean, there are quite a few. Uh, of course, uh, Kamala Harris out on the campaign trail saying all sorts of uh, nonsense. And by the way, if you complain about the border crisis, it's just shameless politics. According to Kamala Harris. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, there is something going on, too. There's a deal that's been done with Mexico. So all of a sudden, since December, numbers are, what, 5,000? Yeah. Instead of, like, it, it's come down. It's still bad, but not as bad as it was. And the word is the deal is going to go through the end of the year to get through the election. Biden elected. Yeah. And yeah. then they can go back to what they were doing. It's crazy. We'll get to that and a round of What's Your Story straight ahead. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer. That's Scott Robbins coronavirus you know robins yesterday you were talking about some mask mandates coming back in different places and like yeah. people are not going to go for it then you see this story maybe you heard about it that chinese oh god lab workers are working on this coronavirus yeah 100 percent kill rate with rats mice or mice okay yes fantastic yes uh chinese scientists paving the way for another global pandemic i saw this at town hall from matt vespa if this escapes their labs again. Oh, God. So the study involved a cousin strain of the coronavirus, which was mutated and then administered to humanized mice, and they all died within eight days. Study doesn't say how this could impact humans, but the research has been heavily criticized as pointless, dangerous, and veering into absolute madness. That's from the New York Post. Why are they doing this? Yeah. Why are they allowed to do this? Why is this not a bigger story? You know, people have predicted we're going to get another coronavirus for this election in 2024. And then you see a story like this and you're like, you got to be kidding me. So, again, uh, it's another lab. And I happened to see this the other day on YouTube. Anyone familiar with Dr. John Campbell? He did no. a whole lot of videos during COVID and then with the vaccines and seems to be pretty straight shooter. He put a video out on this the other day, and I saw it pop up. And at that time, I can't remember what I was looking for, uh, but I was like, you know, I'll check that out some other time. I don't want to think about COVID or anything right now. It was something else. I don't know if it was old Van Halen videos or something I was looking for. I don't know. Whatever. They took it down. Campbell's video that was up the other day is now down <laughs> talking about this. And you're wondering, okay, are we doing this again? And, of course, we all hope not. But that's really concerning. This whole gain-of-function thing it, never stopped. Yeah. And when you understand 
we as a country, the United States, kept giving money toward gain-of-function research. And you wonder how many people in America actually know that. Well, are we still doing it? Yes, as far as I know. It hasn't stopped. And then you go back. These guys. And you remember the whole BS that Fauci was trying to throw out there? Don't be accusatory right. oh, no. of China. Uh, because that will make them just want to retreat. One of you know? the ways you can get it is don't be accusatory. Try to get both a forensic, a scientific, and an investigational approach. I think the accusatory part about it is only going to get them to pull back even more. Yeah. <laughs> even more than, I don't know, what they had already done up to that point, which was, you know, disappear a couple of scientists and yes. uh, delete as much evidence as they possibly could. Oh, and then to try to cover his tracks, because this has come out now, because Fauci had to go speak to Congress, we didn't get to hear it. Um, there was one dude that made a transcript of it, saying it, it could have came from the lab. All of a sudden, we're talking about the possibilities of that. Yeah. And Francis Collins, who was Fauci's boss, is now also admitting the same thing. Yeah, the lab leak theory was credible. Well, thanks for that now. But at the time, what was Fauci trying to do? He was trying to say, well, maybe China was trying to cover something up. Not a lab leak, but they were trying to cover up the wet market. That's See, right. that's what they were trying to do, if yeah. you remember. What they did is they cleaned out the markets as soon as <laughs> what a weasel. it turned out that it was clear that there were clusters coming from the market. Which, you know, in typical fashion, I think, trying to make sure that things don't get pointed to them, they probably got rid of... The animals that were the intermediary yeah. hosts there. Yeah, that's what they probably did. Yeah. They got rid of the intermediate hosts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, and the damnable misery of it oh, is, man. there was a lot of people, myself included on some level, when this thing first happened, that was looking at Fauci going, well, okay. I remember talking about it Damn the Damn wet market. Yeah. It, it was like you took your car into someone when you don't know cars. And they're telling you what's wrong with it because you have no idea. That's a great and you're analogy. At, yeah. You're at their mercy. Yeah. You're like, we have no idea. Coronavirus. What? What does it mean? Oh, my gosh. People are dying. You don't know. Right. You can ask questions. But then we found out pretty early on. If you ask questions, you want people to die. Right. It was insanity. Well, and then they went with the MREs thing with like soldiers with their MREs that it was popping out of their canned ham or some ridiculous That's what China said yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah yeah China but but yeah. that came back to us like well plausible i guess oh it was crazy i remember i think it was willie geist that even asked fauci one time hell isn't it possible though that they would lie about the lab yeah i mean they would want to lie and he kind of poo-pooed the but thing would you agree though dr fauci it is in their interest to hide it if there was a lab leak or worse if they were designing something in their lab so that the world that america didn't know that it came out of their own lab wouldn't they want to conceal that of course they would they had bioweapons people in that lab just a couple of years before you know willie i don't want to be speculating <laughs> on that because every time i say something like that it you know it as well as i yeah People get completely taken out of context and go into the twitter world like crazy so i mean i'm going to leave that to other people and not surmise and guess yeah because i was funding it see right what a jerk hope he's hold, held accountable i know you're going to rain on my be. parade david say mm. he won't so i just you know but, I mean, we all want justice at some point. I think that's just kind of yeah. built into most of it. And, you know, it 
may take a while. You don't know how long it's going to take. Tell him God's gonna cut him down. I don't know. Tell him God's I'm not his maker. Cut him down. I'd have a few things to answer for, though. Ah, All right, another news out there. Um, as a corporate citizen, Walgreens should stay open, no matter if they're getting robbed blind. Yeah. Is that what we're to understand? This yeah. is insanity! Yeah, Walgreens is shutting down another store in Boston, and there was a protest against the decision because apparently it's racist to shut it down. Uh, former Boston NAACP president Michael Curry tells WBZ-TV that this is unjust. Okay. The communities where they're closing these pharmacies are communities where people are uh, disparately impacted by disease. You know, two or three times higher rates in cancer, diabetes, heart disease, where life expectancy can be 15, 20 years less. What is yeah. your obligation? What is your expectation as a corporate citizen to do what's right for those communities beyond what's right just for your bottom line. Who are you to say what's right for anybody? Isn't it right Look, to man. uphold the law? Isn't it right to make sure that a business could be profitable? Well, yeah, unlike the federal government, which doesn't have to be profitable on anything. Right. I mean, to run a business, you have to be profitable or you go bankrupt. That's pretty much That's it. That's it. Well, and why are they going bankrupt? Why are they unprofitable? Because people steal. That's why they closed them down. That's why they're closed yeah. down. Well, and the kicker is that there is another Walgreens that's open about a mile away. <laughs> but apparently oh. this Walgreens has to stay open. In the drug desert? Yes. Okay. Man, if every desert was just a mile, no one would ever no, be no. thirsty. No, there wouldn't be deserts. A mile? That's nothing. Are you kidding me? There'd be casinos. Yeah. I mean, it's not like anyone is jumping up and down to defend Walgreens for crying out loud. Right. Well, I'll defend Walgreens in this instance. I will. As many times as you've yelled at the poor people that work at Walgreens on uh, the phone uh, that, that David things, and I have overheard. Well, things are getting better at Walgreens. Well, you get—I mean, you, you don't—you don't go from you know zero to ten to twenty to sixty. It's like zero to sixty immediately. Hello, how can I help you? Where are my drugs? <laughs> well, I've been on the phone before. I I, what's your name, sir? I don't even know your name yet. <laughs> it's just one of those things, you know. Okay, we got to move on. Do this every day about this time. May not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. David, today, what's your story? You know, I really love when Congress people uh, prove that they are really looking out for what matters in people's lives. And they Here try to go. do something about it to fight the good fight. <laughs> okay, I can't wait. Now I want to talk about Democrat Representative Ted Lieu. Okay. Oh, goodness. Put this out. Major announcement. Major announcement. Okay. He writes, glue traps are among the cruelest ways to eliminate rodents. They're inhumane and can be dangerous to humans and their pets. I'm pleased to introduce a bill today to place a national ban on oh glue gosh. traps. Oh, oh my gosh. My head hurts. Who's the first lobbyist to walk into his office and be like, Ted, I need to talk to you about something really serious. Have you ever considered a ban on glue traps? <laughs> and now normal people would say, who are you? What's that smell? Get out of my office. But Ted yeah. Lou said, you son of a gun, I'm in. Let's talk right. about this glue trap ban. 
We'd be yeah. inundated with glue traps coming across the border then, too. It's true. Yeah. It's very dangerous. Yeah. Yes. Ted, the mouse poison people are on the phone. They said they want to make a donation. Oh, I got a bill for you. <laughs> glue traps suck. Yeah, but the glue, the, Inhumane. Glue, the glue lobby doesn't like it. No, no. Well, actually, what he's doing is he's realizing that all that glue that he's huffing, he could have more <laughs> of it if they didn't use all the glue and the glue traps. I do have to tell you, though, those things suck. The glue traps? Yeah, because the thing's still alive. No, you yeah. had those in your house, right? I mean, or around or wherever. You told me about them. <laughs> you got to pick them up and, ah, what do I do with this? I mean, well, as a... You as put a, it out a, of its misery. As an experienced uh, uh, rat battler, I'll tell you, man, yeah. I mean, the, the glue traps aren't the most effective thing. To me, you get the the good old fashioned, you know, spring loaded trap. Oh, me, yeah, that, those I don't mind, but the, but sometimes the, the the mice or the rats can live through that, and then they try to gnaw a leg off or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, if you're ever going to try to put it out of its misery, just again, I think this would make for a great metal album. But always, always, always smash it rat side down. Okay, there you go. Yeah. You grew up in Central Illinois. Did you ever trap? I shelled corn. And- did, did you ever trap? Rodents? No, just like trap. No, no, no. I had friends of, mine, friends of mine did it, yeah. yeah. You would see that then, gnawing away like on a leg to get yeah. away. But They'd get them in the trap and they put them in the little container. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they'd kill it first, but. Well, or they thought they did. I mean, there's been one time I remember a buddy of mine got in his car and that thing was alive in the back seat. <laughs> well, that's right. You told me yeah. that. And it woke up. It was <laughs> like playing possum for yeah, real. right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's crap. Great. Yep. All right, David, what's your story today for what's your story? Or, Scott, it's your turn. You just told the story. Um, right. That was a great story. Yeah, it was a great story. Um, my story's a uh, boy, I'll tell you what, it's dark, but here we go. Oh, man. We've got a lot of this uh, pro-Hamas protesting going on. They did it at a children's hospital the other day. Yeah. That's nice. Ship them over. Right, yeah. They can uh, help over there, I'm sure, a lot more. So this story today comes to us from a grieving father. His name is David Tahar. His son, Adair, or Adair, was a victim of the brutal terrorist attack on October the 7th. And he just recently detailed some of the horrific treatment of his son's body. Oh, no. His son's death was incredibly difficult to come to terms with. The terrorists fired an anti-tank missile at him, then threw three grenades. The autopsy report showed his body was ravaged. They were in... They, they were actually going around the town, the Hamas guys, with his head trying to sell it for 10 grand oh my in goodness. Gaza. In Gaza. Now, I only say this because when you start to see the pro-terrorist protesting going on, keep in mind that this happened. And again, it's almost as if October 7th never happened now. Oh, I know. I mean, it's almost like it never happened. These families are still finding out. Awful. And this guy said he demanded to see his son's body the way it was. And he did. Okay. I know. It's, I told you it's it's dark, but yeah, it is. At the same time, I feel like sometimes these stories get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Over the sympathetic ear that all of a sudden is out there. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I understand why he did the story. Okay. Well, I'm going to switch my story now. Yeah. You try to come back for something like that. Okay. I well, apologize for uh, that. no, no, no. It's th- 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 there's not a happy ending to the story because a dog died, um, but it was the Guinness record for the world's oldest dog. 31 years old. Long story short, they're looking back. They're like, okay, we're, we're calling some BS on this. Uh, they're seeing a picture of this dog from before. It had 
different colored paws. So it's really not the Guinness record for oldest dog at 31 years old. Uh-huh. And they've just found this out now. We'll just leave it at that. Oh, my gosh. Got to do a dog dying story following that other story. Boy, oh, boy. I feel like Casey right now. It's terrible. 31-year-old dog is now president of the Dog oh, Foundation. Oh, my gosh. I got to talk about a dog dying. Thanks. Yes. There he is. Okay, making an early Who appearance. lies about that, though, just for a Guinness Book of World Records? <laughs> terrible. All right. Oh, David's got an update from the uh, Subway Hero story, if you remember that one, coming up next. They say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And HelloFresh couldn't agree more. That's why they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy tasty recipes delivered to your door, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. Because HelloFresh knows that you're not just hungry at dinner time. In fact, they're here to meet your every mealtime need. With a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, and desserts that you can easily add to every order. HelloFresh also helps you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, making sticking to a routine easier than ever. This year, make eating better and saving money a priority. Join today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash refresh. That's harrys.com slash refresh. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13-blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Update on the New York subway hero story, Dave. Yeah, Daniel Penny, this is the uh, U.S. Marine veteran who uh, restrained a guy with a history of violence on a New York City subway, Jordan Neely, restrained Oh, the him. Michael Jackson walker. Yeah, the, right. <laughs> the, the, the Michael Jackson impersonator who yeah. was also a violent criminal who was harassing people on the subway, uh, Daniel Penny got him in a chokehold, and then, uh, unfortunately, I don't think Daniel Penny meant to kill anybody, but uh, Jordan Neely died. Well, yes. Daniel Penny, after not initially being arrested, has been arrested, of course, and uh, is now facing uh, negligent homicide and manslaughter charges. 
his attorneys were trying to get the case dismissed, and the news today is that a judge said nope. So he's going to be back in court in March, and they're uh, going for a trial this fall. Okay. So the message is don't do anything when people are in danger. Yes. People are frightened, and you are a strong person that could do something to stop the threat. Don't do it. That's the message. That's crazy. It's it's shocking to me because there are people who are on the train who have spoken up in his defense. Yeah, I was scared. Yes. Yeah, the guy was a menace. Men and women. Yes. It doesn't matter. You know, I read this long piece from unheard.com. And it's this dude. He's a writer. He travels the world. And it's crazy because he's talking about coming home from Bulgaria to New York City. And what a crap hole it is. And for people that have to travel the subway, he said, it's it's insanity. And he details it. You can check it out for yourself. It, it, crazy, man. It, it, it's like a third world country. Yeah. New York you know? has a brand. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what Eric Adams said. Wow. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. You already get the feeling. Legacy media. Melting down about Trump winning Iowa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it freaked out, man. It's like becoming unhinged yes. in a hurry. Yes. Uh-huh. I was a little surprised at how... I mean, this was not a surprise. No. This was not some... Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. I mean, we all knew what was going to happen. But they seem surprised. You I, have do. a clip of one of the anchors on MSNBC, David? Oh, yeah. And this this is uh, Katie Turr from MSNBC. Oh, uh, she was interviewing New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu, who is backing Nikki Haley right now, but has said, well, yeah, if Trump's the nominee, I'm going to vote for the Republican nominee. And, okay. And uh, Katie Turr looked like she's about to have a breakdown. But, but how? Do you not think January 6th was a big deal? Well, of oh, course it kidding? was. No, absolutely. Oh, of gosh. course it was. The election night on January 6th, but understand something. When it comes to the Republican primary, those issues do not really come to bear in the Republican primary for the voters. They, they just don't. They're way down on the list of priority. People want to know the border is going to be secure. They want to know that inflation is going to be taken care of. They want to know there's going to be fiscal responsibility. and they're going to. Not only that, how many FBI agents were on the ground that day dressed as Trump, Trump supporters? Katie, treat their tax dollars with respect, which nobody in Washington has done for a long time. But how can you fix those things if you end up getting a president who then just refuses to leave office? And I think that going back to January 6th, which I know that. that you were not happy with. Are you are you sure that if Donald Trump was elected again, that he would leave no, at no. the end of his four years? Are you sure? Well, he left after the end of his first four years. Oh, but it'll be different this time. Okay, this, how? He's already signaled he'll never leave. Uh-huh. 
Dude, uh, who is that guy? He's a hack writer. David Frum, he is held in high regard from people on the left. Oh, yeah. Dude, he wrote this whole piece. Let me see what the title of this was. Uh, because I even thought about bringing it into the show, and I'm like, oh, he's a dope. Who cares? But now since we're talking about it, I'll bring it up. His whole argument is this is how it's going to be terrible this time, is that he's never going to leave office. Okay. Oh, I know. If people just lost their mind. Where did it go? Based on what? The ruin that a Trump presidency would mean. David Frum. He's the one that wrote the piece. Yes. And so you go through this entire, you know, column that he writes and he's going back through 2016. People warned back then if he wins, he'll never leave office. And then he tried not to. But you know what else will happen? Ukraine will be decimated because he'll make sure that no money goes there. And then NATO will be gone. And I'm sitting here reading this going, do you think the American citizens, that's number one priority right now? And it's this whole thing of how Trump is going to bring down democracy by not giving Ukraine money, and then he'll just never leave office. So in the very last paragraph of this thing, um, he said, if he should return to the presidency in 2025, we have no reason to expect him to leave in 2029. So maybe the issue on the ballot in 2024 is not a choice at all, but a much more open-ended question. We know who Biden is. We know who Trump is. Who are we? Dude. You need to get to the cry closet, man. Go get some help. Talk to somebody. Part of me wonders if they're actually really that freaked out or if this is like they're finally getting the band back together. And they realize that, you know, hey, look, we got more clicks when we were melting down about Donald Trump. So they're actually just happy about it because they're getting to, you know, sing songs off the greatest hits album instead of having to come up with new material. I, that could be it, but when you look at these people, kind of look like Bedwater. Um, yeah, a little bit. Not exactly, you know, strong-looking people. But the <laughs> the overriding theme of all of this in the mainstream media, in particular, is to scare people. That's it. Oh yeah, that's they'll do it in different ways, but there are he'll never leave. Scare tactic. Right. I mean, they they all do this. They've got nothing else to talk about, so this is what they do. Oh they they just scare the hell out of people. He's a dictator. He said from day one. He said it. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've heard that. So for one day, I know. Yeah. I, it was a and goof by about the, way. the border and yeah. about drilling. And yeah. every, and, that's and, what he said. And everybody knew it, but they took it out of context. And he said it. Yeah, of course. By the way, uh, did you see Vivek Ramaswamy out on the campaign trail for Trump mm-hmm. already in New Hampshire? Yeah. By the way, how do you say his name again, David, officially? It's Vivek Ramaswamy. Okay, you'll have to tell me if you think Trump landed it or not. I'll give you the whole intro if you want it. Okay. Because he introed him. It was kind of comical, actually. I was honored to receive the endorsement of a man who has become a true leader and earned the admiration of so many patriots. I, I've been a friend of his, even though we were competing against each other. Patriots, that's a dog whistle. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I was a friend of his, and we got along, and he was saying he's a great president. I kept saying, why is he running? He keeps calling me a great president. <laughs> but he's a fantastic guy, a very smart guy. He's got some tremendous ideas, and uh, he's young, and he's got some young ideas, too, and that's a good thing. So he has a big, beautiful... Bright future ahead, Vivek Ramaswamy. 
Come on up, Vivek. Yeah, you got it. You got the first name. Second name, I don't know. Did he boot those? Ramaswamy. Oh, oh, Swami. 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 I just, I I just, you know, chalk that up to being cold or something. I don't know. (laughs) Are you making excuses for the Trumpster, David? Ramaswarma. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think, man, he's very good at this. As far as getting out, giving a speech, firing people up. I mean, he did that well, you know, running his own campaign. Um But he's saying what people want to hear, that is for sure. You want to know what needs to happen in this country? Single-day voting on Election Day as a national holiday with paper ballots, government-issued ID to match the voter file, and English as the sole language that appears on a ballot. And I'm confident this man will be the one to get us there. And this is how we get our country back. Yeah. A lot of people would like to see that. Oh, the the oppression is hateful. (laughs) What if we don't have an ID? (laughs) No water. (laughs) Yeah, all the whining. Okay, we got to move on. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan is talking about the World Economic Forum. Uh, Yeah, well, he's at the World Economic Forum. This is where the world elites get together and smell their own farts and talk about how they're going to ruin your life. Yeah. Uh, the, The World Economic Forum president talked with National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan about how to usher in a new world order. Conspiracy theory! I guess and maybe this is the, the old um, kind of teacher in me coming out. I think of this a little bit more about a transition of eras rather than a transition of orders, but the two are kind of cousins of one another. The reason I draw the distinction is because I don't think the international order built after 1945 is getting replaced wholesale with some new order. Um, it will obviously evolve as it, as it has evolved multiple times over the decades since 1945. But I do think in a... In a By the way, did, did Schwab phrase it as New World Order? It wasn't Schwab. It was uh, a guy named Borja Brinde. Got it. And, was, but those were the words he used? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I do think in a, in a more uh-huh. sharp and distinctive way, we are moving into a new era. And that's what I talked okay. about in my remarks, that we are, you know, the post-Cold War era has come to a close. We're at the start of something new. We have the capacity to shape what that looks like. Yeah, we got to call it a new era. We can't call it yeah. a new world order. It's going to freak people out. Obviously, that's what we're trying to do. Huh? Somatics rears its head again. Yeah. Mm. How about that? You know, this reminds me of another story that's going on, a world story of everything happening in the Middle East, okay? I'm going somewhere with this that's, in my mind, related to what we just heard. Because you have a guy like Jake Sullivan who just leads out of weakness, as far as I can tell. I mean, I'm not the only one that said that. But you hear what he has to say on any number of different things, starting with Afghanistan and that debacle, that whole withdrawal, everything else. And we get this report from NBC, from Ross Sanchez, who's talking about the Houthi rebels. Mm -hmm. Okay? You know what we're planning on doing right now? You know what we're fixing to do? What's that? Listen to this. Craig, good morning. Three U.S. officials tell NBC News the Biden administration is getting ready to designate the Houthi rebels in Yemen as a terrorist organization. What? The Houthis were previously on the terror list, but the White House getting ready to put them back on as they continue their attacks against cargo ships. Do you know why they're not on it right now? 
Because Biden took him off. Correct. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden, yep, they, they've changed. Yeah. Yeah. Worldview is just completely different oh. than it was when Trump was president. It's just like the Iran deal and everything else. What right. are we doing? Well, this was the Biden administration's attempt to tongue kiss the Iranians. That's one of the reasons why they uh, they took the Houthis off of the terror list. And why are we always wanting to kiss Iran's butt with Biden, Obama, and everybody else? Why? No one has a good answer. You don't have one, Scott. No, I no. Well, there isn't one. It's inexplicable. It is. I mean, there's a reason behind it. I'm sure. I don't think anything to do with oil. I don't. I don't know. I remember. Yeah, it was 2015, David, because Scott was in the hospital with his heart attacks, and we were talking about the Iran deal with Obama. Yeah. And I looked at you and I said, "Is Obama trying to just destroy the country? Is that what he's trying to do? What What well, good is this? It doesn't make any sense." I'm not a foreign policy expert. I'm stating the obvious there. But how does it make any sense? What? And you have all these mealy mouth people. See, we, we need to give them a seat at the table. See, and then that, that way diplomacy, it works. No, it doesn't. Yeah. These people are the same. It never stops. The, the way it starts to make more sense is when you realize that a lot of the people, Jake Sullivan, a lot of the people like Barack Obama, the starting point to any policy decision is that America is in the wrong that America has too many things to apologize for to uh, to demand or to continue being the world's foremost superpower. So when you think of it in those terms where your worldview is that America is bad and we owe something to the people that hate us, then it starts to make more sense. It's crazy. It's just infuriating. Meanwhile... Speaking of the presidential campaign, um, Biden, he's not really quite out there yet, but he made a statement, okay? And you heard, you know, doctor, doctor, you're supposed to say it twice, Jill Biden say he's he's got vigor and he's got energy and Kamala's out there saying that. And then you hear the statement from Biden. I'm still the only person to ever beat Donald Trump. And I'm looking forward to do it again. (laughs) That's it. I'm the only person. That means you, Hillary. You can yeah, get right. it done. Stay back for a while. I'm the one. Oh, my gosh. you got to be joking me. That's it? I guess it's better than him going out there trying to actually give a speech. You know, asking Trump to do push-ups with him or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there was going to be a Republican presidential debate. ABC canceled it. David, with that story, much more coming up. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. You never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. That's why it's so important to plan ahead. Start the new year with Policy Genius. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies. In just a few clicks, you can find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work. 
It may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed, award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and give your family a financial safety net with Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's PolicyGenius.com. Offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. David said he didn't think it would be this lame. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I'm just seeing some of the, the folks with the DeSantis campaign. And look, I, I know, you know, there, there are some people who hate Donald Trump and they say, well, he whines a lot. And he does. I mean, there's, there's no question about it. Mm-hmm. But, man, there is something really shrill about the way the uh, DeSantis campaign is handling what happened after Iowa where they stand now. I don't know if you saw, there was a Fox News host who came out last night and said, look, DeSantis, you don't have a chance. you got to drop out. Trump's going to be the nominee. Let's just get this thing over with and go. And you got people with the DeSantis campaign saying, Fox News doesn't, they sell entertainment. They they hate America. (laughs) They don't care about the country. They're just like, it's, man. I, that just makes you look bad. I mean, the way, and, and again, I know that it, it ha, every every politician does this, every campaign does this. I guess what I'm surprised by is that while watching people like Christina Bashaw and others, you know, manhandle the media the way that they did before before uh, Ron DeSantis wound up running for president, mm-hmm. I'm just surprised that they're this shrill about it. It's lame. Is she is is she also on? Yeah. Oh yeah. You're a big fan of her, Scott. I am. Yeah. It's like yeah. usually every controversy or headwind that comes their way, they were able to handle it. But now it's like desperation mode, and it comes off as pathetic. Well, quite frankly, Fox News is the best friend you could have. Right. If you alienate them completely by bitching and moaning, where are you going to go to? ABC, NBC. Yeah, the thing is, MSNBC? you can you can feel that way. Well, but yeah. when you put it out there, then got, it's tough, can't. man. Because yeah. yeah, a lot of people have made the point. Well, you can tell who Fox's favorite candidate is. It's I Nikki mean, Haley, right? The establishment person. Yeah. Well, already you're circling the drain, though, Ron. So I know. Careful. Yeah, that's that's tough. And there's no debate. ABC canceled the debate, David. Yeah, they did because no one was going to show up. Yeah, Nikki Haley said she won't show up unless Trump is there. Trump, man, I'm not going to show up at all. Uh, DeSantis is like, well, I'm not going to do the debate if you guys aren't going to do the debate. And so ABC News said, fine. 
Nobody's going to get the debate then. Okay, I'm not going to pretend any of us are campaign managers. But if you were one, wouldn't you tell your candidate, everyone else says they ain't going. Say you'll go. I'll debate anybody. I'm showing up. And if if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen, but I'm going to be there. Just debate yourself. Yeah. Are you the best candidate? Well, yes, quite frankly, I am. That's what we thought. Don't go with the master debater joke. (laughs) I know you were thinking it. Hey, how dare you read my cartoon balloon? Uh, switching gears. I don't know if there's anything to this or not. Or, or not. Have you ever heard if you're going to be traveling, especially flying, wear red, you might get special treatment? Really? Yes. This is a recent report. It claims that wearing the color red when you fly can help make your travel day smoother and less anxiety-inducing because it subconsciously tells people that you're more important or of higher status. Okay, I've heard different things about, you know, wearing red can be more attractive in a romantic sort of way. I didn't ever hear before that it was some sort of power thing. People that wear blue are now calling for discrimination, yes. And that's you right now. I know. So, yeah, it could be like a seat upgrade, extra snacks or drinks. You're a big fan of the extra snacks. Well, who wouldn't be? That's true. So... I don't know if there's anything to that. You buy into that subconsciously, David? No, I know a guy who wears scrubs when he has to fly. Everybody <laughs> treats him great. I bet that's true. Good idea. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. All right, biggest story today? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things going on. Of course, Kamala Harris is now out on the campaign trail. Uh, she showed up on The View today. It, just in case you wanted to know how that show could become more insufferable. Throw, uh, <laughs> You know throw a little Kamala Harris on it. She says she is scared to heck of the potential of uh, for Trump to return to the White House. I bet she is. Yeah. Good. That's also, good. Also, it's kind of flying under the radar, but, you know, the Justice Department actually said in court filings that Hunter Biden laptop is real. Oh, and they found cocaine on the on the cheap holster he had for his uh, his illegally purchased firearm. It's funny. Is news actually reporting that? Legacy Media? Yeah, we'll get to that much more coming up. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right. David, Kamala Harris is on The View. I know I have that dread in my voice. (sighs) Okay. What did she say? Well, Well, let's just get through it. A couple of things. She's talking about the border crisis. You know, she was supposed to get to the bottom of the root causes, right? Of course. That was supposed to help alleviate the pressure at the border to make it a more orderly and humane uh, process. Yes. And, yes. Uh, well, uh, she's on The View, and she says, you know, it's these darn Republicans that are causing this border crisis, you know. Of course it is. We offered a bill. We have offered no. that there would be, in the Senate, we have offered that there will be a, a bipartisan work get, to get, fix it. Get, get, no, it wouldn't fix it. It's just more people to process, people just flowing in. 
people that already know the story know that, but the dopes that watch that, I'm guessing, don't. The, no. It literally was the first bill we passed. And I think it's critically important that we understand that there are, are petty politics at play on mm -hmm. this issue as much as anything. We need solutions. The solutions are at hand. We have to work on them together. Okay. You have the solution. Suspend the asylum process because you've got such a big backlog. Suspend it today. You come across the border claiming asylum. Sorry, park's closed. Moose out front should have told you. Yep. See you later. Again, all these people on the left that talk about how they care about people so much, I'd love to know how much do you give to people in other countries, in third world countries, that are truly seeking asylum? Because what is it, less than 3% would actually qualify for asylum that come across the southern border? It's a freaking joke, man. By the way, did you hear? We talked about this before, about Governor Abbott out of Texas sending, you know, different people here illegally to different places, and one of those being Chicago. And man, back in October, we're saying wait until the wintertime. It's freezing. Well, yeah, they're doing stories about it now in Chicago, like oh, locally. Yeah. Talk, oh, buddy, yeah, like talking to different people there. The cold is too much, says Gabriel Diaz, the 38-year-old new arrival from Venezuela and dozens of others temporarily moved to the lower level of the Harold Washington Library. Because the city's windswept landing strip at Polk and Dis Plains presenting a dangerous environment for asylum seekers, temporarily forcing the suspension of the combination city and state intake center. Okay, and you do have a hard for people who knows how much money they paid to get across the southern border and i don't know what the thought was going to be and they end up in chicago in the winter where very few people want to be yeah i mean i understand you broke the law mm -hmm. but you were kind of sold a bill of goods on something and it didn't turn out that way but it's way worse for a lot of women that are coming across the border uh, yeah. no doubt about that i mean and the child trafficking that the left wants to pretend that never happens it's crazy um, and it's not like there's some sort of glee, like, oh, look at those people freezing to death. Isn't that hilarious? It's not that. It's like, but you know this is going to happen ahead of time. What's Texas supposed to do? Just take everyone in? Yes, exactly. Well, from the left, I guess. Yes. I mean, it's been pretty cold in Texas this week, too. Eight degrees in San Antonio. What? Yeah. No, man, But look. it's not like this. Look at this. A block down from the library, stunned to experience the bitter cold. The truth is, is that I'm not accustomed to this cold, Contreras says. I've never seen the snow before. It's beautiful, but it's too excessive, the cold you have here. This, yeah, I'm done. Remember, this was just within the last two months. There were families from Venezuela who were like, we're going back. It was like, F all. We're done. We're done here. <laughs> this isn't what we thought it was going to be. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going back. Didn't see that in national well, news at all. What is it, Scott? It's okay. No, I mean, the thing, I mean, I go back to this all the time. The morons running things in the state of Illinois, and I don't use that word lightly, they are complete morons. Yes, certifiable. Had their hands out, shaming Texas, shaming Florida, shaming Arizona for being less than human. Yeah. Migrants are being treated in a way that we wouldn't do that, not ever thinking 
that you would have to deal with the problem. And now that you do, you just bitch and whine and stomp your feet. Yeah. Shut up. I'm done with it, crap. At least you could do is shut up and then complain silently. (laughs) (laughs) The least you could do. I don't think J.B. Pritzker is one that does that very well. Whiny little babies. He's an inhuman. What he's done is Gabby's ribbon and rabbit. He's not. He's a bad man. Yeah. Then he's it's, giving it's, us exactly what we asked for. And then you got people on the left. Well, the people that, you know, have a problem with people who come across the boards because they're racist. I know. Yeah. I, of course. They're always blah, in it blah, the race. Blah, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. Did you see the whole race card getting played out? at the, I guess this, you would call it like a town hall in Iowa before the caucus. This was kind of crazy. Wesley Hunt, Texas state rep, is out there um, giving a speech for Trump. And he's talking about how, you know, he comes from a military family. Um, well, I'll set it up this way. Just this is how he is, you know, starting to talk. <laughs> of a sudden he's talking about different military service that his family you know th- that he got brought up on there you go my sister went to west point first in my family i went to west point my brother went to west point there are 60 years with the military service just in my immediate family my family is one of the families going to die in this country. and he goes on it is pretty inspirational all of a sudden this black dude starts yelling at him <laughs> How can you get out there and talk about about your success? Donald Trump. Yeah. You do that. They finally take him away. Could play more, but there's uh, some salty language. It's also in there. Wanted to avoid that. Um, But in the end, I thought it was good because, you know, getting calmed down, he's able to finish. That was going together in the fight to save our country. And the same loyalty that we have to you is the same loyalty that I have seen from President Trump. And I will end with one quick story to talk about. And and then there's another guy that's just like talking. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not so much disrupting. It's almost like, do you understand? Okay, this guy's trying to speak. You on the phone right now. It's time for you to get off the phone or go out in the hallway. That drives you crazy. Yeah, I mean, you have a personal story there. Man, oh, man. You yelled at people for being on the phone before, so, yeah. What's that? You've yelled at people for being on the phone before while you're trying to speak. Oh, that was a long time ago. Baby, you were were an innovator in that. You were one of the first to step out like that. That was before I'd quit drinking in right. 07. That's when booze that was, was no, booze was right. That was, booze was right. It was one of those radio things, you know, yeah. that they give away, you know, awards or whatever, and it was for our radio station. It wasn't me personally. Mm-hmm. But you're trying to thank people, and there's some dude that's in the table right, you know, below the stage that's, I don't know, on the phone back to his radio station to yeah. say what awards they won. And we also won the and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hey. <laughs> you know, I don't need to go into everything. That I no, but I think it was I think it was poignant because people have ripped you off since then. They yelled at people. <laughs> being on their, before then, it was silence. No one said anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's Trend, ridiculous. You trendsetter, you. 
No self-awareness. Everyone around you, you're like, talking loud on the phone. Dude. Yeah. Shut up. Okay. I'll tell you, then we won Best Morning Show, man. It was awesome. It was one of those guys, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Guy that could never do it, but going to tell everybody else how to do it. Right, yeah. One of your favorites, Scott. Yeah, always. (laughs) Anyway. Look at my watch. Tell me what time it is. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Hunter Biden, you have an update here, David. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Miranda Devine, New York Post, a person who broke the story about the laptop from hell, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop, which was then written off, uh, you know, according to 51 intelligence uh, officials, Russian (laughs) disinformation. Uh, That's what that was. And and I I think she's enjoying what's happening now that the federal government is getting serious about at least trying to do its job with regards to. Hunter Biden. Yeah. And so she wrote in a new court filing today, the DOJ confirms Hunter Biden's laptop is real, that he left it at a computer store and that the contents matched what they obtained from a search warrant of his iCloud. Don't hold your breath for a retraction from Joe Biden. Uh, The dirty 51, which I had not heard them referred to as that, but that's pretty awesome. The 51 former intelligence officials who said it was Russian uh disinformation or myriad dishonest media operatives they blamed russia when the bidens knew it was hunter and so did the fbi it's infuriating it is infuriating yes because okay and i know we've said this a hundred times you went back to the polling had you have known that that laptop was real would you have voted the same way and there were enough people said no i wouldn't have Mm -hmm. and it would have flipped the election and again Leading up to 2020, and you had said this, I don't know how many times, Scott. You get the sense there are some people that are going to vote for Biden because they just want the drama to stop. That was sort of the thought from some independents at the time. Yeah, But also had no idea they were being lied to in any number of different ways. The drama had just begun. No kidding. Uh, I happened to see this today at Fox. (laughs) There's been a number of different stories that are along these lines. It's an ex-feminist who is saying, I- I'm done with that life. I like this stay-at-home girlfriend lifestyle that I have now with this current boyfriend who makes a lot of money. And I think it'd be great to just be a housewife and raise kids Uh-oh. and not have the grind. What's wrong with that? You said, I got Uh-oh. no problem. No, I'm just saying, uh-oh, in terms of the blowback she's going to get. Um, she's obviously an incomplete woman. Is she? Well, sure. According to who? Just a housewife, please. <laughs> is there any more important job than raising no, kids? No, uh, listen, man, I'm saying this. I got tongue-in-cheek tongue <laughs> here, right? I mean, I'm not serious about it. The influencer's name is Nia Chi. She said, it was like the feminism left my body. <laughs> well, several million dollars will do that, too. So. Well, yeah, I mean, in that in that dynamic, especially if kids aren't in the picture right now, all you have to do is clean up after yourself, keep it reasonably tight, and don't be a pain in the neck. <laughs> I mean, that's a sweet gig. What's your secret to success? Well, <laughs> yeah. Stairmaster, 30 minutes a day, <laughs> wash my dishes, well, don't be a pain piece, in the neck. The, seeing this piece, it reminded me of, have you heard of Peachy Keenan? Yeah. The book, uh domestic extremist and her whole thing was yeah i was this feminist and then i met this guy and his ideas were different than mine and the book is really entertaining uh 
But in the end, she has loved being a mom and being with her kids as much as she absolutely could be. She still then does a side gig and does writing and things like that. But, you know, her complete mindset and worldview changed. She like, and I was so much happier for it. Oh, the feminists hate her for that. Because now she has something and she could have kept going down the road she was going. She just chose to go a different path and is very happy for it. And then, you know, there's a lot of bitterness well, all she of the, deals with now. All those women did not follow the Van Camp three steps to success. One of those you said was keep it tight. Well, it's it look, clean up after yourself, keep it reasonably tight, don't be a pain in the neck. And you don't have to be great at any of those, really. Not really. That's why I say reasonably. I mean, yeah. just, you know, it's okay reason. to let yes. yourself go a little bit. I mean, as a moved American, I'm certainly not <laughs> passing any judgment. You but, said reasonably. You qualified it. But there's a reason why all the people mad at her are working on maybe a fourth or fifth marriage right now. Oh, man, that reminds me of something else I saw. Oh, I know we got to get to a news update. Um the reason strong women attract weak men is something I saw that is hilarious. We should get to that wow. coming up. You never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. That's why it's so important to plan ahead. Start the new year with Policy Genius. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies. In just a few clicks, you can find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed, award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and give your family a financial safety net with Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural references only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. The Markley Van Cam and Robin Show. 
Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. All right, so you got this civil trial going on with Donald Trump. E. Jean Carroll, the writer who claims that Trump raped her in whatever it was, Bloomingdale's or something. I mean, some ridiculous story and frankly yeah. unbelievable, but in liberal New York, yeah, in a civil trial, right. you probably get paid out, especially because you know that the jury is going to hate the defendant in this. Yes. Uh, now, this is amazing. Apparently, today he's back in court, and he was talking too loudly during E. Jean Carroll's testimony. He's just like, this is, you know, talking to his lawyer. This is terrible. She's lying. The judge said, hey, be quiet. And after the initial warning, uh, Carroll's lawyer said Trump could still be heard making remarks to his lawyers, including it's a witch hunt, and it really is a con job. <laughs> The uh, the judge, Judge Kaplan, said... She would said, not be my first choice that I could have. <laughs> that was about her, wasn't it? No. No, that Actually. wasn't? Oh, okay. No. Uh, Mr. Trump, said the judge, I hope you don't have to... Uh, I'm sorry. I hope I don't have to consider excluding you from the trial. I understand you're probably eager for me to do that. Trump says... He shrugs and says, I would love it. Do it. <laughs> Dare you. <laughs> I know you would. You just can't control yourself in this circumstance, apparently. And Trump said, you can't either. <laughs> uh, and then the judge had to crack down again because Trump kept saying things loudly at the defense table. Uh, and, and basically the judge is now saying, like, yeah, you, you got to keep it down because the jury could hear you. And Trump doesn't care. Uh, And apparently, without a jury in the courtroom, Trump could be seen slamming his hand on the defense table and saying, man, (laughs) when the judge refused his request that the trial be suspended tomorrow. And that's because his mother-in-law's funeral is in Florida tomorrow, and he wants to be in Florida for that. And the judge said no, and he just goes, man. Man. Yeah. Man. (laughs) Dude. Okay. It's like all these different stories. You can never remember all the details. But wasn't this? She couldn't even remember the year it happened. Right. Correct. But but credible, right? Come on. I don't blame Trump for that. <laughs> this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Uh, Maybe you saw this story. Fox had a lot of different outlets had it. The Biden administration in a new filing to the Supreme Court has admitted that three migrants who drowned last week died long before Border Patrol agents sought access to the Shelby Park area from Texas officials. Yeah. Yeah. As the as the story goes and uh, folks within the White House have said this, liberal media have passed this along. It even was aired last night on CNN that Texas authorities blocked Border Patrol from rescuing an adult woman and two children, ages 8 and 10, who were drowning. That Texas authorities said, nope, we, you're not going in that river. And that's totally not what happened. Uh, as, as, as even the Biden administration, because they're fighting this in court, and in their new filing, they lay out a timeline where 
the, the tragically, the three people who died, the two children and an adult female, died about an hour before the Border Patrol was even aware of it. So, and then Wolf Blitzer's on CNN lying about it still yeah. to Ron DeSantis. And then MSNBC. I mean, it just went on and on and on with different hosts at different times. And then they laundered the lie through the media. Watch. There it is. This yeah, is Jesse what Waters Greg had Abbott wants. I mean, he's been talking about how Texas has done everything except shoot these migrants, and it almost sounded so as though he drown. was lamenting, so he let them drown. This one's on the governor. I mean, it's his, his, his troopers, his forces are preventing federal officials, uh, law enforcement, from saving a life or lives in this case. These are families, these are mothers, children. Uh, I just, I, I, it, I am actually just disgusted with where we have landed here. Lies all yes. the time. Is anybody who was featured there or elsewhere going to actually correct the record? My guess if, would by be the no. way, we said that uh, Greg Abbott murdered people. Oh, and that actually wasn't true? No. Where My guess this, is they will not. Where did this come that. from? I mean, what was the genesis of this? He, they killed people. How did that happen? As far you know, as this particular, good, yeah, I mean, tragedy? who starts this? And yeah, where does it start? And well, it's, based well, on what? So it's chaotic reporting at the border, and if it fits a certain narrative that is beneficial to left wing talking points, uh, then it just takes off like wildfire. It's That's no different. Crazy. I mean, other than uh, obviously the tragic outcome here, but it's no different than the uh, uh, the way that the horse whipping story exactly. came about a while back. Yeah, where... but you had a photo, and if you plant the narrative, it may look that way to you. Yeah. Yeah, that... I guess to David's point, right? It's well, okay. So there is this thing going on between Border Patrol. And the Texas officials. And it's going back and forth. And, you know, who has the right to be here? And then somebody drowns. Well, they couldn't get to them. Blah, blah, blah. And somebody runs with it, I guess. It's just. I know. It, I mean. It's maddening. Absolutely. Yeah. Maddening. Okay. Journalist integrity. Yeah. And the whole thing. By the way, have you seen this thing that's been passed around many times on social media? with Gaza and Egypt and what the wall looks like with like barbed wire like three rows of it. Oh yeah, yeah. And the wall is very tall. Oh yeah. It's like yeah, that's that's a wall. There's a reason there's walls. But all that's inhumane. Right. It, it's, you know, media is terrible. That's the biggest problem. I really do believe that. I'll say it all the time. Because if most people in the country knew exactly what was going on, I think things would be you know, at least a little bit different. But, you know, this whole drowning thing. And again, people, I would imagine the majority of the people, through no fault of their own, other than they just watch what they consider to be real news. Yes. What come away with this idea. Yes. That these guys watch people helplessly just die. Right. And and it's it's the evil that's going on at the border. And it's being perpetrated by the governor of Texas. And it's just... That's the damnable misery of the whole thing. I agree. It's like, God, there's not enough alternative media to to counter that. 
All you can do is just try to explain it to people in a calm I way. Know. Like, listen, I, I know you, you may think I'm crazy. You're being lied to every day. It's just so irritating, though. Golly, you just create you these may, stories out of thin air. You may hate conservative media. You may hate Fox, whatever. But at least check out some stories now and again. Yeah. You'll have a little bit more of a basis in reality. It's just. Okay. Kamala Harris is speaking, David. Yeah, Vice President Kamala Harris out on the campaign trail because Joe Biden's too old and senile to really do it himself. Uh, She was asked by ABC News how they plan to try and change the (coughs) perception that Joe Biden may be too old and senile. What is your plan to try and change this perception? How do you do that? I'll tell you the reality of it is, and I spent a lot of time with President Biden, be it in the Oval Office, in the Situation Room, and other places. Uh, He is extraordinarily smart. He has the ability to see around the corner in terms of what might be the challenges we face as a nation or globally. But it doesn't seem... Hold hold on a second. We don't have enough right now? (laughs) He can go Nostradamus on us and see what's happening into the future? He has the ability to see around the corner. I call BS on that right now. He doesn't have the ability to see where he's supposed to exit off of a stage. No. It holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway. Right. Anyway, go ahead, Kamala. That's getting out and resonating with Americans, with a lot of your supporters. How do you cut through that and make sure that they're seeing the Joe Biden that you were just describing? Well, I mean, listen, you're here with me in South Carolina. You saw every room we went in, the numbers of people who are there applauding quite loudly. And they're applauding for me and they're applauding for Joe Biden. (laughs) Do you hear the applause? That tells you everything you need to know. They love Joe. Okay? No one. Not, <laughs> not, the history books will note it. So just know it. Trust us on that one. Do you, do you remember, <laughs> though? <laughs> Sorry, I just got reminded of this. A montage I did a while back of Joe Biden and his administration's completely blown calls. Just reminded me of this when Kamala Harris is saying he has the ability and the foresight to see what's coming around the corner. Oh, yeah. I forget this, man. Roll it out. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. <laughs> Is the Taliban takeover of Afghanistan now inevitable? No. Talking inflation. <laughs> the overwhelming consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. We're implementing right. comprehensive sanctions on Russian sovereign debt. No one expected the sanctions <laughs> to prevent anything from happening. I didn't say sanctions couldn't stop it. You're not going to get COVID if you have it. These vaccinations. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. A pandemic of the unvaccinated. No one is predicting a recession now. They're predicting, they're, some are predicting there may be a recession. Yes. I got hairy legs. Right. And he's got hairy legs. The only thing he got right. <laughs> as far as I know, I've never seen yeah, him. Yeah, right. Oh, well, I'm assuming that's true. Oh, my goodness, man. Uh, medical news. If I say the name Jillian Michaels, does it ring a bell? Yeah. You remember Jillian Yeah, I Ma- do. Yeah. Who is she? Fitness guru-y yeah. type person. Yeah. She's on The Biggest Loser. Yeah. Oh, that's that. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. She's a big star there for a yeah. while. Yeah. She sold, sold stuff on TV, too, I think. like. You know when it seemed like it really went sideways for her? Do you remember it, David? No. I think it was a comment about Lizzo. Uh, just like, you know, just talking about what is healthy. And it was, no, she's healthy. 
Uh, and she was trying to say, uh, no, she's not. Right. Like, hey, you know, obesity is an issue, and hey, I have nothing against anyone, but you want a healthy body, whatever. And this is the first time I can remember seeing her name print in a while. It's been a while. Yes. Um, she is out warning against Ozempic, saying, hey, these different celebrities that are talking about this medication, they're not health experts, okay? You need to talk to a health expert or a health expert about this. There's side effects that you need to be aware of. There's been all sorts of different stories that have come out about this, and I understand. For some people, it works great, and it's it's like a miracle drug. For other people, you have, you know, different side effects you weren't planning on. Right. And just taking other people's word for it. That's what she's out to warn right now. She did a whole interview with Fox. I just thought that was interesting because it was Sharon Osbourne, Oprah. So they're not health experts. They're not nutritionists. They're not fitness experts. And they don't spend all day talking to doctors. Plus, it's a drug you have to be on the rest of your life for it to work. I mean, the minute you come off of it, you go right back to where you were before. Is that true? That's my understanding, yeah. No, well, if you if you only rely on that, I, I, well, yeah. I've heard some people use it to sort of jumpstart a diet to get Please. into, to get rid of the hunger pangs and all that. But if you're only doing it... Uh, uh, only taking that, not changing your diet or lifestyle. Yeah, you. Well, you're probably just gonna I, I would say the up. majority probably aren't. Yeah, this is the wonder drug. This is the pill I can yeah. take, and I don't have to do anything else. Yeah. So that was just, and it's a drug so, that was set up for diabetes. True. I mean, that's the thing, man. It was never intended for this. So yeah, she's saying, talk to a medical expert. I've got some news from a relationship expert. Oh boy, we talked about this briefly earlier, and you know this was you know this whole movement of some women saying, you know what, enough of the feminist stuff. I want to be you know a mom. I want to be a stay-at-home mom. Some people, some women just want to be a stay-at-home girlfriend and live the lifestyle. But I mentioned this. I seen this somewhere, and it reminded me of it. And it was called the devastating reason so many strong women end up with weak men. Like okay. it lays out nine different things just to see if you agree or not. Okay. Um, so one, what women find attractive in a partner isn't the same as what men find attractive in a partner. So it sucks to realize this, but it's true. When finding a spouse, most men do not really care about the traits of strength and success women do. In women's eyes, a sparkling career and a lively social life are signs of strength and stability. For guys, well, these accomplishments may be impressive feats, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they'll want to date a woman because of such factors. And all of a sudden, I'm like, are you okay? Right. Do you understand just how life works? This was from Oceana Teppenhart. And she goes on to mention all of these different things that I, it seemed kind of kooky to me, but wanted your opinion. Uh, a couple other things. Uh, people have different ideas of what strength means. Well, yeah. yeah. Her argument is d strong men just can't deal with a strong woman. That's her argument. Uh. And so they attract weak men because that's really the only ones left. Because many strong men want someone they can take care of, and many strong women just don't give off that vibe. Is this completely opposite of everything yeah. you've known in your life? Yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't sure. know what world she lives in at all it we could go over more of this later it 
in a way, I just feel bad because it's almost like you're you're pounding sand by yourself somewhere, just mad at life because of the way things are. Yeah, that sounds more like a confessional than anything else. <laughs> it's well, yeah, sort of exactly. Yeah, yeah. There was more to that, but you know. Maybe a little more later. Uh, Prize Picks. It's the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and it's the easiest way to play. It's just you against numbers. If you've heard this before, yeah, I've been playing it last week or so. Uh, all you do Bragger. is pick. Well, I mean, I'm 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 up pretty big, man. I mean, just saying. Yeah, the playoffs have been kind to me. Uh, you pick more or less than stat projections on two to six players. It's that simple, and they just made it more exciting as well. Yep, now you can win up to 100 times your money. Wow. I want to make sure I had that right. 100 times your money. With just four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Wow. How about it? But Yeah, that's pretty good, man. Um, there's all sorts of weekly promotions that uh, can lead to some big payouts. Um, and select player projections are up to 25%. Uh, to give you more value. It's yeah. very easy to understand on the website. Yeah, uh, prize picks, really easy to play. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds, waiting for the coffee to brew, just boom, boom, boom. And I got this thing called a reboot policy, so that if your uh, entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured, you're okay. That's awesome. That's prizepicks.com forward slash MVCR. Use the code MVCR for your first deposit match up to $100. Yeah, prizepicks.com slash MVCR. Use the code MVCR for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Very good. Okay, something else we got to get to. Um, there's a reverend in Boston talking about the closing of a Walgreens. It's unjust. Yes. We'll decide on that. Straight ahead. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Yo, Scotty, I know you love watching sports. Have you heard about the new way sports fans are adding to their excitement while watching their favorite team? Of course I have. It's Prize Picks. It's the largest daily sports fantasy platform in North America. Sports fans everywhere love Prize Picks. So what's all the excitement about? Prize Picks makes daily fantasy sports easy. Instead of battling thousands of players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six players' stat projection and then watch the winnings roll in. Yeah, Prize Picks is real simple to play. You make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. That's right, Jamie. This week, I'm thinking uh, don't, of taking... Don't even say it. Don't say it. No. You'll jinx them. Well, here's the good news about that. Prize Picks even has a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Go to pricepicks.com slash MBCR and use code MBCR for a first deposit match of up to $100. Go to pricepicks.com slash MVCR and use the code MVCR for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. 
My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robin. Oh, the story I'm going to do right now, I'm not, it's not laughing about that. No, it's, it's hijinks not. off air. Right, it is, yeah. Uh, the State Department reporting that uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken delayed in Switzerland after the Boeing jet suffered a mechanical issue. Oops. Oh, my gosh. So he's still <laughs> hung up there. we got to get that story out of Boston. Um, Did the, the door stay on the plane at least? I'm sorry. As far as we know. <laughs> I was just going to ask the question. It's like, Boeing, we'll hold the door for you. <laughs> door fall off or the floor just open up? I mean, what happened? <laughs> Wheel fell off? I don't know. <laughs> as they say, if one Pilot door closes, the- another one opens. I <laughs> lost the keys. God damn it. Uh, this story out of Boston. They closed down at Walgreens. Yeah. Because some are saying it's unjust. Yes, Walgreens is shutting down another store in Boston. There was a protest against the decision because it's racist to shut it down. WBZ TV spoke with, I love this guy's name. I don't agree with it, but he's Reverend Minion Culpepper. That, All right. Minyard Culpepper. That's a great name. All right. Roll it. What happens to our seniors and our single parents that have no way to get to a Walgreens or another pharmacy anywhere near their home? And so we think it's insensitive. It's unjust. Why do you think they target black and brown communities? I think because they get no pushback. But they're now getting pushback. The reporter. Target. The reporter. Why why do you think they target brown and black people? (laughs) You spend hundreds of thousands of dollars journalism school for that okay you told me there's a walgreens a mile away yeah that, that's according place? to the same report it's it's a mile away <laughs> what a i'm crappy. not a reverend okay i'm not what but a, i got a suggestion yes terrible how about a little church out, outreach you could give the seniors a ride to the walgreens there a mile you go. away preach the gospel at the same time maybe you could do that how about getting parishioners to volunteer their time saying, don't shoplift? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. <laughs> that was hilarious. Mm. Oh, gosh. Why do you think they target black and brown? Why do you think they do? Why do they are they just the... mean? Yes. They Are they racist? Golly. You know, we, That's awful. We talked about this last week. Uh, Scott and I did. It's like, I wish the activists here would spend 10% of this energy going after the people who are shoplifting and robbing stores in that community. Absolutely. Like, that that needs to be... If you really want to have a, an open and honest conversation, you got to ask, why are these companies leaving? It's not because of the color of their skin. No. And enforce the law! Unbelievable. Oh, Unbelievable. yeah. All right. The Robin's right back. The news update straight ahead.
All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the millennial. <laughs> Sexy boomer. <laughs> Scott Robin. Oh, golly. All right. Uh, news update. David Van Camp. We got a communist speaking here? Yeah. So the World Economic Forum is going on. And you've got, a, again, this is, this is like the world's elite, wealthiest people in the world, along with uh, nations, leaders, etc., all showing up to talk about how they're going to make life worse for the rest of us. You will own nothing and like it. You'll like it. You'll like that lifestyle. Trust Mm, us. Terrible. There is one of the speakers is a woman named Jojo Meta, and she wants to talk about what she is calling ecocide. (laughs) You have homicide, you see. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Infanticide, patricide, etc. What about what about Earth? What about ecocide? She explains. You ready, Siani? Yeah. Ecocide as a word is becoming more it's becoming better known around the world, and the concept is generally mass damage and destruction of nature. Um, but legally speaking, um, what our organisation and other collaborators aim to do is to have this recognised legally as a serious crime. Because one of the issues that sort of pervades all of this discussion is that we have a kind of cultural, very ingrained habit of not taking damage to nature as seriously as we take damage to people and property you understand so far scott you tracking i i gotta be honest with you i tuned out after a while (laughs) no i'm just trying to make sure that you're back in there because this is an important message that she's trying to give to you i think that's the greeter in hell <laughs> she goes on. Um, and that, I mean, you know, if you're campaigning for human rights, at least you know mass murder, torture, all of these things are serious crimes. But there's no equivalent in the environmental space. Um, and so, and, and you know, unlike a, an international crime like genocide that in, involves a specific intent, with ecocide, what we see is actually what people are trying to do, what businesses are trying to do, is make money, is, you know, is farm, is fish, is do all of these things that are, um, you know, producing energy and so on um, as well. But Farm and fish, I mean, People yeah. want to eat? How dare you provide people with food, you food. <laughs> ecocidal maniac? By you living, you're killing the planet. Yes. Um, as well. But what's, it, what's missing is the awareness and the conscience around the side effects, around the collateral damage that happens with that. Uh-huh. I, I, I like how ZeroHedge.com put it in their headline. Watch the most ridiculous 75 seconds of bull bleep <laughs> from Davos yet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they, and a lot of times, what they talk about, what they want as far as their goals, people will freeze to death. Well, and you starve. Have, you've, you've had real scientists like say, okay, if we take all these suggestions, do you know how many people are going to freeze to death? It's crazy. By the ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is hard, hard to take that seriously. Call me off the ledge. I mean, we've heard some crazy stuff today, to be honest. I mean, if you were to put together the list, like, okay, some of the dumbest things as far as clips that we've had on the show so far today, mm-hmm. um, I don't think that would be the winner. I really don't. What do you got in mind? Well, I mean, this was 
earlier in the show. Um, but this was, and David set it up brilliantly. It was a reporter asking the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers how they were going to adapt to playing in the cold in Detroit, not knowing they play indoors. Yeah, that's astounding, man. You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. <laughs> I don't um, No, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus, going under the thing, so we'll be okay. What we need is that other lady there to say, do you know you're killing the planet by playing indoors? Have the ecosystem. That would be fantastic. Uh. Have Todd Bowles try to answer to that. That would be incredible. He he was very patient. Dude, yes. (laughs) For getting asked that question. Yeah. You're asking the head football coach in the playoffs. Where everyone knows they play inside. They have for decades. Everybody but that person. How are they going to (laughs) adapt? Yeah, to the weather. And, you know, I'm guessing they thought they had the great question, too, right? This would be a great question. Oh, yeah. Well, and the one we heard, you know, not that long ago, talking about closing down a Walgreens in Boston. Yeah. And people are saying it's unjust. Dude, it's getting ripped off all the time. And then... Why do you think they target black and brown communities? They target. They target them. Walgreens. That's the biggest crock. Just a racist company. They look around and they say, you know what? Where do we have the most black customers? Close it! That's what they say. Just unbelievable. They have the board meeting. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Why do you think they target? Why do they wear hoods during the board meetings at Walgreens? <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. All right, you ready for your big yeah, thing, Scott? Go. Here we go. Are you ready? One, two, buckle my shoe It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, Scott Robbins trifecta. Helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Hey, how you doing? Good. Well, I have, ready. haven't heard from you. Okay. Three. Number Fine. three. This is like a breath of fresh air, man. You you want to talk about a beauty contestant winner who not only does not have a penis, but yes. is a U.S. Air Force officer. Wow. Exactly. Isn't that something, David? We qualify that with, isn't it great news that the Miss America doesn't have a penis? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... That's like cause for celebration. <laughs> Gosh dang. Uh, U.S. Air Force active duty officer Madison March was crowned a 2024 Miss America. This happened on Sunday. She's 22, by the way. In an interview after the show, she said, you can achieve anything. The sky is not the limit. And the only person that's stopping you is you. No one else. She wow, added that uh, that's, she, she that's came, against what the left would say right I know, now. right? Mm. She came from a very small town. She said, not being a part of the pageant world. And I was able to step into the pageant world. So it's a possibility, and it's open to everyone. Keep your feet in the ground and keep reaching for the stars. <laughs> Heck yeah, Casey. <laughs> now, on with the countdown. I just thought it was very refreshing. Right. That comment. Yes. Yeah. The Scott Robbins trifecta, top three of the day. Yep. Up to number two. Uh, number two, J.P. Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon is telling liberals to stop bashing Trump or stop attacking him. Yeah, he describes himself as barely a Democrat, whatever that means. 
But he went on to say, he said, I'm going to warn you fellow Democrats out there, you're misreading the room of this country right now. And the political economic risk the country faces, and in particular, the reason why average Americans support Donald Trump. It's not because they're deplorable or uneducated, but because, well, Trump was actually right on a lot of stuff. Wow. I don't like how, I don't like how Trump said things, but he wasn't wrong, particularly about the critical issues. That's why they're voting for him. You got to be more respectful to our fellow citizens. I think this negative talk about MAGA is only going to hurt Biden's campaign. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Are you familiar? Real quick before we move on, Megan Basham, sort of reporter. She does a lot of freelance stuff. Yeah. Daily Wire. I think she does a great job. I saw she. Uh, I think put something out on X that was talking about Trump and winning Iowa, and I'm paraphrasing this. But she was talking about her hairstylist, who she never would have guessed would be someone on the right. And when they were talking, she said she was always all in for Trump. And the reason was because, you know, in so many words, they kind of hosed him out of his first presidency. And he really didn't get to do the things he wanted to do because they were always in his way. And she thought that was just crappy and unfair. So she's always thought he's the guy. Mm hmm. And Megan Basham said, you have no idea how many voting Republicans feel the same way. Like it's something that people have missed, that they really think the guy got completely hosed. And it's not just, you know, all the legal issues he's facing right now. It's that he didn't get a fair shot throughout his presidency. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting. Well, you demonize the MAGA mag movement. Well, I mean. Whatever Joe calls it, MAGA mag movement. Right. When... <laughs> And Trump is not beyond <laughs> criticism, but when you spend the first two years of your of your presidency dealing with a headwind that involves the FBI investigating yeah. whether or not you're a Russian spy, yeah, that's kind of hard to keep. It makes it kind of hard to keep your eye on the ball. Agree. And, that and was we can all say, hey, listen, man, stop focusing on how big the crowd size was and all these other things that don't matter. Yes, I think there's a point to that. But at the same time, your point is well taken. Like, what? Russia collusion? What are you talking about? You crazy? Yeah. It's nuts, man. All right. Scott Robbins, trifecta, top three of the day. And finally, yes. one. Uh, Canadian province giving out fentanyl. Boy, is this a weird story. In what constitutes a clear trampling of parental rights, British Columbia recently authorized the provision of, quote, safer supply, quote, post quote, fentanyl to youth across the province, regardless if parents are informed or agree to this measure. The government has provided limited access to safer supply fentanyl since about 2020, primarily through small-scale pilot projects. But now they're going big with it. They're promoting a commitment to a safer supply of fentanyl. Okay, I'm missing something. Yes. So if you want fentanyl, you just ask? The doctors will prescribe safe fentanyl tablets to adults and to minors. What if you don't need it? All you got to do is ask for it. Of course you need it. Doesn't everybody? Now, I don't what? know why and why in the world anybody would uh, hand out fentanyl to begin with. Whether They're calling it safer fentanyl. In other words, I guess the kind that doesn't cause instant death. Man. I mean, it's crazy. Can't, yes. Mm. 
Canada seems to get crazier all the time. Well, do you do you see the stats from last year? Four percent of the deaths in Canada were euthanasia. Yeah, well, somebody said this Whoa. is just one more step too. That, I mean, that's a huge increase. Yeah, to euthanasia again. Yeah, because it got all the way down to, well, you're just kind of depressed in this season. Yeah. You know, case of the SADs or whatever. Well, maybe you'd be better off not here. What? Yeah, because you're a drain on the system. How evil yeah. is that, I, Dude, it's crazy. But can you imagine your kid going to some sort of government-supplied druggist and getting oh, legal fentanyl? Oh, that's crazy. I, too, am a father. Yeah, I know. Yeah, He is. Well, I'll give him that. Yeah. No, that's insane. And there you have it. Yeah, yeah. Scott Robbins trifecta. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Trudeau's great. <laughs> yeah, sure he is. Yeah. Castro's son? Yeah. Still yeah. in play, right, David? Uh, yeah, he absolutely is so. Castro's son. Cool, I thought. All right, we got to get to another news update. A few things popping. And Nimrod's in the news. Straight ahead, right here. here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. Yo, Scotty, I know you love watching sports. Have you heard about the new way sports fans are adding to their excitement while watching their favorite team? Of course I have. It's Prize Picks. It's the largest daily sports fantasy platform in North America. And sports fans everywhere love Prize Picks. So what's all the excitement about? Prize Picks makes daily fantasy sports easy. Instead of battling thousands of players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six players' stat projection and then watch the winnings roll in. Yeah, Prize Picks is real simple to play. You make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. That's right, Jamie. This week, I'm thinking uh, of taking... Don't even say it. Don't say it. No. You'll jinx them. Well, here's the good news about that. Prize Picks even has a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Go to pricepicks.com slash MBCR and use code MBCR for a first deposit match of up to $100. Go to pricepicks.com slash MVCR and use the code MVCR for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Another news update, David Van Camp. I, I just want to celebrate clarity of vision and common sense. Okay. And that comes from the new president of Argentina, Javier Malay. Uh, oh, you man, know, this guy, he's something. He's, he's got been, the hair. He's got the passion. 
he's been freaking out a lot of the right people. Um, and I love it. You know, they're, they're calling him a fascist because he's reducing the size of government, which isn't how fascism works, but okay. <laughs> they don't know that. No. So he spoke at the World Economic Forum uh, and had this to say. Now, his speech is in Spanish. I'll just read the transcript here. Uh, said, I'm here to tell you that the Western world is in danger, and it's endangered because those who are supposed to have to defend the values of the West are co-opted by a vision of the world that inextricably leads to socialism and thereby to poverty. Unfortunately, in recent decades, motivated by some well-meaning individuals willing to help others and others motivated by the wish to belong to a privileged caste, the main leaders of the Western world have abandoned the model of freedom for different versions of what we call collectivism. We are here to tell you that collectivist experience, uh, experiments are never the solution to the problems that afflict the citizens of the world. Rather, they are the root cause. Good for him. I bet he ticked off some people. I bet he did. And I don't know how to speak the language. <laughs> I just know when he was talking about all the woke nonsense, different departments of government they yeah. have there, and he was getting rid of them, and he was taking them like off this board. Like there was like the rectangular squares of what these departments were, and he'd take one and what was it? Abuela! <laughs> Afuera, one, yeah. Yeah, uh, one after another after another. It was awesome. It's one of those things where I don't even need to understand exactly what he's no, saying. No, right, to, it was cool. To totally dig it. That yeah. was great. Yeah, we knew what was going on. Yeah, good for him. That's awesome. All right. Nimrod, throw it out. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's in the news. Go to Canada. Dude answered an ad for an iPhone 15 on Facebook Marketplace. Set up a meeting. It was a scam, though. Got to watch out for that. The buyer gave the guy 900 bucks. Supposed to be more than that. Immediately realized the phone didn't work. Tried to get his money back, but the con man made a run for it. Uh-oh. Problem. It's icy. Oh. He slipped yeah. on the ice. <laughs> yes. Cash flew out of his hands. So the victim then runs over to collect the money. Then the scammer assaults him before running off again. Not quite sure how much money he got. They're still looking for this guy. Jeez. They have, you know, video, but still stuff. Um, then we had a dude in Pennsylvania... He was arrested after he jumped through his neighbor's window, naked, hopped oh. up on something, and then confronted the occupant saying, I'm going to kill you. Oh. Mm. Naked mm. neighbor, out of nowhere. Thankfully, no one hurt, and he was arrested. They had pies on the windowsill cooling. <laughs> <laughs> was tempting him? <laughs> Not quite sure. Yeah. And then, uh, not a particular Nimrod, but it's just a sign of Nimrods. Some Target and Walmart Walmart stores now have to lock something else up as part of a shoplifting crackdown. They have to lock up the underwear. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Too many people stealing all the underwear. Wow. And that's Nimrods in the news.